The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host or guest and should not be interpreted as statement of fact. Independent fact-checking and corrections are encouraged. Can we get a cup of coffee in here, please? Good morning. Good morning, people of Earth. I welcome you to Coffee with the Dog. It is Friday, June 24th, 2022. I'm not feeling it today. Uh, Today's going to be an awful, awful, awful day because my wife is here. That's not why it's going to be awful, but she, she's working from home and, um, she said to me, the coffee is really good today, which automatically I know that it's going to be very, very bad, very weak. And in fact, it is the weakest coffee in the history of coffee. It's like, I don't know, if you want to drink water, you drink water. Don't mess it up by putting a tiny little bit of coffee flavor in it. So I have no energy today. I have, I'm have i drinking water, brown water. It's not coffee. It's a disgrace. And I'm just, I might not make it through the program, honestly. I might fall asleep. I might not off. There's just nothing. There's nothing in this coffee. Plus, it's a shitty overcast day out. Looks like possibility my gig tonight might get rained out. But I don't even care about that because I'll probably be sleeping because I started the day off with weak, weak, one more week, weak coffee. And you can hear it in my voice. Listen, I'm so mellow. You hear how mellow I am? I'm like, man, I'm barely awake. Maybe if I sit up. It's Friday. You made it through the work week. How do you feel? Are you excited for the weekend? Well, I would be if tonight wasn't looking like it might get rained out now. I'm just checking this one more time. Thinking maybe it'll change since a minute ago. You hear how weak I sound? Special weather statement. National Weather Service. Special weather statement in northwest Suffolk County. Uh Uh-oh. I think I might be in line for a tornado or something. Uh, special weather statement, action recommended, avoid the sub, uh, subject event as per instructions. What? New York City, New York, U.S. National Weather Service, attached areas, patchy, dense fog developed across the area, resulting in visibilities local, locally down to a quarter of a mile, blah, blah, blah. So it's not a tornado warning or anything like that. It's just a, it's probably a weak coffee warning. They're probably saying, uh, be careful. Make sure you drink strong coffee today. And, of course, I have the weakest coffee 
I just feel like I need a nap already. I just woke up and I need a nap. That's how weak the coffee is. Uh, I want to cry. My allergies are kicking in. I'm just full of complaints already. It's Friday morning. Tomorrow will be a good day. <laughs> how about that? Tomorrow, Saturday. I got a fun gig tomorrow night. Except, pardon me with the allergy stuff. Except, Kiara sent me a song list uh, that she wants to do tomorrow night. <sighs> Kid's got no fucking sense about what what's going to go over in a bar like that. Uh, so I have to learn about five billion songs by tomorrow night. Ay, 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 ay. Uh, so that's not good. I'm full of complaints. What else can I complain about here? Too? Oh, here's some news. I'm banned for Twitter uh, for at least seven days now. Uh, what happened, and I, I'm a victim. I am a victim of this. I, I The coffee is so weak that I almost forgot how Twitter made me a victim. Pathetic. Anyway, uh, so with my weak coffee here, I'll try to recall how Twitter fucked me in the ass yesterday. Uh, in New York, well, not in New York, in the Supreme Court, they overturned or, uh, yeah, overturned. They said the New York State <coughs> gun law, the concealed carry law in New York State was unconstitutional. I'll get to that. Because that's going to be a problem. They didn't think it through. Um, so they overturned that. And Lauren Bob Bobert, you know, the little escort, slutty, uh, bimbo-headed, really stupid congresswoman from Colorado, half-pint, slut, escort, prostitute, bar owner, bar skag, her, <laughs> she tweeted out uh, she was happy about and she didn't say I'm happy I forget the words she used to say she was celebrating the Supreme Court overturning New York's uh, concealed and carry now uh, let me just continue on the road I'm not, I'm not even going to get to the to the heart of the matter about that. I'm just talking about my Twitter stuff right now. Uh, it's hard to stay focused when you're drinking such weak coffee, to be honest with you. It's, 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 it's just a travesty. Anyway, so I responded, I, I commented back, yay, in quotes, you know, I'm putting this in quotes because this is exactly what I said, yay, I can't wait to get shot. Twitter uh, quickly well, she reported me, and Twitter quickly suspended me, saying that's harassment. How is that harassment? Yay, I want, I can't wait to get shot. Yay, I can't wait to get shot. Well, stop harassing me. What the fuck? No, that's not harassment. First of all, it's a joke. I actually can wait to get shot. And secondly, it's not even about you. It's about me who lives in New York where the law is going to change now. It's not harassment. So they they, uh, they suspended me for seven days. 
and I appealed it, and then they gave me the old, well, if you appeal it, we're going to take a while to review your appeal, and your uh, your suspension doesn't start until after we deny it. They didn't say after we deny it, after we review it. But they denied it. So now the seven-day thing started today instead of yesterday because I had the balls to review it, the gall to ask them to review it. And they came back and said, yeah, that's harassment. How the fuck is that harassment? Again, yay, I can't wait to get shot. It, it, it makes absolutely no sense at all. And they fucked me. So fuck them, fuck Twitter. I'm off Twitter for the next week. It does make a difference in our ability to promote the show. And it's just another aggravation in life. <sighs> And the allergies are bother me. And my guest today is probably going to be as energetic as I am right now. So you might want to go take a nap. Maybe you just wait till Issues with Andy comes out at 12 noon today. Issues with Andy podcast. That'll lift your spirits. Because this ain't going to do it. Anyway. So this New York State thing. And it's now, it's really going to be countrywide, nationwide. The Supreme Court basically said uh, that New York State's concealed carry laws were unconstitutional. Now, these fuckers don't know what the fucking Constitution says. Every one of these judges is just trying to appease the NRA. These cock-sucking Supreme Court assholes are owned by the NRA, the National Rifle Association, flat out. But they didn't think it through. If it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be. Basically, now, it's uh, you can't prohibit people from concealed carry anywhere. They didn't think this through. There's going to be some, the minute somebody tries to carry a gun on an airplane... That's going to be contested. Hey, wait, concealed carry. Second Amendment is a blanket open thing. You can, you know, imagine a, a airplane. You Are you going to get on a plane with people's, you know, everybody's packing? Imagine a football stadium full of people packing in New York or actually there are no, well, in New York State, there's a Buffalo. <laughs> Baseball stadiums. Basketball arenas. Gee, in Brooklyn, uh, the Nets, they don't, they don't have anything to worry about. 18,000 people packing. Over on uh, Atlantic Avenue there in East New York. No, no problem. Um, I, bars. Yeah, no problem with anybody packing a gun inside a bar. No, nothing can go wrong there. Uh, and I heard, you know, I'll get to uh, William in a minute. William um, Conway has uh, recorded a song of mine, has sung a song of mine, and I'm going to be playing that video this morning. But he said to me, yeah, I might go down. It's a deterrent when everybody's packing. No, not in a bar. No, because or any kind of crowd situation. You got, you know the dynamic. 
people on the dance floor, people all over the place. And one guy just decides that, you know, bar fight's going to break out. Oh, wait, I got a, I got a piece here and pulls out a gun. And you're going to start just shooting in a crowded room with innocent bystanders. What could fucking possibly go wrong there? Oh, everybody's got a gun. It'll, it'll be a deterrent. No, that'll mean more innocent bystanders will get shot. Me. Now, playing a lot of outdoor gigs on the beaches, and even the indoor gigs are even worse. I mean, more of a threat, but the smaller crowds. But the outdoor gigs, we get thousands of people. Thousands of people. Families. Drunk. All okay to carry guns now. Concealed weapons. There's nothing the law can do to, you know, even deter that. No. Carry guns any way you want. What could possibly go wrong? This is the after we've had so many mass shootings and stuff lately. This is the Supreme Court solution. And New York hasn't had those mass shootings, by the way. It's happened where the laws match what the Supreme Court is telling New York State they have to do now. Think about it. Texas is where the mass shooting starts. Texas, you basically people were fucking carrying Yahoo West, motherfucker. That's what we want. We want it's a it's a plan from the NRA to to just eliminate people, <laughs> just shoot them all, right? I mean, what else could be going on in their minds? They're buying judges to just say, sure, let everybody fucking shoot each other. I need stronger coffee. <laughs> this is going to be one of those days, folks. Uh, it pro- this could go down as the worst coffee with the dog ever. Definitely the worst coffee for coffee with the dog ever. Ironically, William Conway has sung a song that I wrote uh, and asked him to sing. It's called Lay Down Your Guns. <laughs> it's about knowing uh it's about knowing when it's really time to give it up. And uh it's a western. It's a western movie. <laughs> it's a western movie within a song. I'll play it now. I'll play it again uh later when the, when the room fills up. If the room fill, does fill up, might not because well, I'm not on Twitter. I can't communicate with those people. Uh, could communicate with the people on Facebook, but so this is uh, that.
Our friend William uh, William Conway from Grants, New Mexico, comedian and singer. Um, Lay down your guns is the name of the song, um, and we'll be probably putting that on the streaming services. Trying to and all the uh, proceeds from that will go to to William to help with his uh, his career over there. So anyway, good morning, Dean. Good morning, Kelly. Uh, 
it's a very sleepy morning for me. My wife made the coffee. I'll never let this happen again. I will never let this happen again. It is just brown water. And um, I'm struggling to stay awake. That's how weak the coffee is. It might as well be a sedative. That's how weak it is. I'm not happy about it. I'm not happy about a lot of things, as you know, or probably know, probably aware. I've been banned from Twitter for seven days for a joke. Uh, what is PT one? Oh, oh, here she goes again. Kelly, you're typing in, um, dry cleaning numbers into the chat room. <laughs> I think either that or that it's a boat. <laughs> PT one, one, seven. Oh, uh, what is that? Is that, <laughs> Anyway, good morning, folks. Uh, or it might be a good morning. Maybe it's a sleepy morning. I don't feel like doing this today. I really don't. I'm so, it's cold. It is cold. PT. Um, I don't know what it could be code for. Anyway, my guest today, probably have about the same energy level I have. His name is Robert Andrew Wagner. Robert Wagner. Oh, not Natalie Wood's husband. <laughs> Uh, it takes a thief, Robert Wagner. No, Robert Andrew and heart to heart Wagner, Robert Wagner. Um, he's a singer songwriter of, of a group called uh, Little Wretches. I think he's about. So we'll find out. He's from Pittsburgh. He's been on Mind Dog TV podcast before. Here's the thing with Robert. Uh, I think. He doesn't really, he's he's one of these artists who doesn't really, um, he doesn't really compromise to what commercial radio wants or what commercial, the market wants. He says what he feels, and if you don't like it, that's the way, you know, deal with it. Don't, don't buy it, which I respect that. But. And in his bio, he says, uh, some people think I'm angry. I'm oh, I'm not. I just enjoy a good fight. Well, that's, I don't enjoy a good fight. That's why I lay down your guns. I'm tired of fighting. I don't enjoy a good fight anymore. But um, here's the thing with Robert. I keep saying, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Last time when he was on Mind Dog TV, he generated more negative mail, negative feedback than any guest I ever had on Mind Dog TV. He made people angry, not not with his music, nobody, because we didn't really play any of his music. I mean, I think it, he played one song acoustically live, but it wasn't about his music. I think it was about stuff he said po- about politics and all this kind of stuff. He does seem to have a point of view. And for whatever reason, I don't know if, he, if people were trolling him, but they found him on my YouTube, found him on my Facebook, and were writing some really nasty shit. Like, they don't like him. <laughs> hey, I, I can relate. I get a lot of that myself. Uh, so, it should be interesting to have him back on. Now, I the reason he's back on is because I put out a blanket uh, invitation to 
his record company, MTS Records, which is out of Pittsburgh, who has sent me a bunch of good guests and great people. And earlier in the week, we had John McDonough on, who's a great guest and a great person. <coughs> Long been bothering me because I haven't had good coffee. Anyway, um, so I hope your dry cleaning is all sorted out there today. I hope you got better coffee than me. I hope it's not raining and unsummer-like where you are. Unfortunately, it is not raining here. It's foggy and quite unsummer-like. Um, and I love summer. And it was supposed to be clear tonight because I have and I have a gig and I've been checking it all week. An outdoor gig. Looking forward to it. But then maybe on the bright side, if the gig gets canceled, I won't get shot. I'm seriously concerned about the Supreme Court um, decision from yesterday. Because, again, I don't think they thought it through. I wouldn't be concerned if they thought it through. But they didn't think it through. And so they they left too much ambiguity. Uh, You know, does it mean anybody can carry a a gun? Do do I have to worry about going to the grocery store and everybody packing there? Where are they going to allow? And apparently, everywhere. No problem. On planes, trains, automobiles, grocery stores, bars, sporting events. Everybody packing like crazy. This is and the uh, right wing is celebrating this like this is some kind of victory until we have like a wild shootout in public places. Oh, it's a deterrent. Yeah, it's a deterrent until it's not a deterrent until there's fucking untrained imbeciles shooting in every direction, and they think that's gonna fly in New York City. Oh, yeah. You know what? Look what the streets of Chicago are like. Uh, I know those are illegal guns, but it's still the same thing. You can't have everybody just fucking packing. You just can't. That's us. We, we spent almost 100 years taming the Wild West to have a civilization where that wasn't ruled by the gun. And in one felt swoop, the Supreme Court said, nah, yeah, let's have a a society ruled by the gun. I know I'm not funny today. I'm never funny. (laughs) I need, I need some good coffee and I'm I'm not, I'm not going to give this up. I'm really bitter because the coffee isn't bitter. It's water. It's fucking brown water. Could I take a moment to go make some fresh coffee? See, she's in the kitchen working. And see, yeah, no, you're not definitely not. You're a crazy person. You're a kind of person who goes to mental institutions. You can't. But the Supreme Court said, yes, you are. You are meant to have a gun. Go ahead. Dean, go get yourself a gun. And not only you have a gun, stash it. Stash it in your sock, stash it in your shirt, stash it in the back of your pants. You can ca- conceal carry any way you want. Take it on an airplane. <laughs> no problem. You know what? Take it to a Nets game in Brooklyn. That would be a good thing. Or a crowded bar. 
go to a you know take your gun man make sure you have a full magazine in there stash it in the back of your pants go into a crowded bar room and just look for trouble that's what you should do that's what the supreme court wants you to do and i got banned from twitter for saying i can't wait to get shot Twitter's got their uh, priorities all wrong here. I mean, I <clears throat> I respect an organization. I don't think it's censorship. I expect I respect an organization to uh, establish their own rules about what they will allow on their platform. And if you break those rules, they should have every right to ban you for breaking those rules. But I did not break those rules. This is not harassment. To say, yay, I can't wait to get shot is not harassing anybody. It's making a joke about me and my insecurity about people walking around with guns. There is no way in the world anybody, you can look at it from any angle you want. That is not harassment. That's the reason they gave for suspending me. I'm not whining about it. Oh, maybe I am whining about it only because I don't have enough coffee. I don't mean to whine. <laughs> but the coffee thing. Now I'm whining about the coffee, definitely. The brown water. Uh, I need somebody to talk to. Can I... Somebody call me up. Somebody somebody talk to me. Get, me. get me off the ledge, man. I'm on the ledge. I'm not on the ledge. I might get shot. Get me around here packing. Um. Not the kind of Friday show you're looking forward to. Anyway, uh, issues with Andy today at Friday, uh, at noon on Friday. You know, that's always something to look forward to. Uh, what's trending in, in... It doesn't look good. It doesn't look good for uh, people who've been in Trump's pocket for the last seven years. It doesn't look good for them at all. Uh, but now we're seeing, oh, my God, the Republican Party is on fire. But they still have a chance. This is how bizarre it is. The Republican Party is at war with itself. But they still have a chance of just sweeping the elections in November. The congressional and Senate elections in November. A party at war with itself. Fifteen Republicans have been singled out by the Trump Republicans as being traitors to the party because they uh, passed a bipartisan gun control package. But it, it doesn't matter. The Supreme Court said, fuck that. We don't care. You can, you know, laws don't matter. They're, they're all unco unconstitutional. You can't, you can't infringe upon the right to bear arms. Now, that's bullshit to begin with. Because the right to bear arms in the Constitution is not for individuals. It's just not. It's for well-regulated well militias. And none of those fucking people are part of a well-regulated militia. So you can't tell me somebody going into a bar packing, a crowded bar packing, is part of a well-regulated militia. He's a solo fucking gun fetishist. Yeah. Good morning, Kevin. I was just, yeah, I'm not good. You're checking in. I appreciate you checking in, but you're checking in on the worst possible show ever in the history of shows because I have the worst possible coffee in the history of coffee. 
and I'm whining about being suspended from Twitter for saying, yay, I can't wait to get shot. Yay, I can't wait to get shot over the Supreme Court decision yesterday. That was harassment of our friend Lauren Bobbert. Bobbert. Yeah, you, you knew that when he clicked it. He knew that it was the worst show ever in the history of shows. He knew that when he clicked it. <laughs> I appreciate your vote of confidence. <laughs> and it's only going to get worse from here. So what does it say about me? But what does it say about you that you're here watching the worst show ever? I wish there was some fucking caffeine in that cup of brown water. Why? I'm still here. Uh, Why, if you want to drink water, just drink pure water. Hot water? Who wants to drink hot water colored brown? This is what I have in this cup. And she's still in the kitchen. She's working. And if I go in to make, like, real coffee, even without having real coffee to begin with, having this brown water in my system. I'm not prepared for the fight that I'm going to get. Kayak, oh, I'm jealous. Kayaks packed, clothes packed, don't gear everywhere. Grocery pickup at one, sleeps two So, But here's the good news. You'll have uh, an issues with Andy to take with you on the drive. (laughs) That's the good news. Uh... Speaking of good news, I really need somebody to talk to today, but, uh, you know, because I'm just just a really sorry, sorry soul, sorry individual at this moment. Uh, But, and it could get contentious with me and Kiara today. We could get, we could argue a lot, but I just, she's lucky I got weak coffee. I don't, I don't have the energy to argue about anything. You hear me? I want to go take a nap. I can't wait for this show to be over today. I'm looking forward to next week. John Pavarama will be here Monday, and that's going to be a great show. That's going to be a really good show, and I'm going to be uh, excited and enthused for that. I'm just going to bring Kira in now just so we can... So I have somebody to talk to. I'm lonely here. Yeah, what's happening? Good morning. You say that like it's real. It's not real. It's not really a good morning. It's a sher- terrible morning. It's a shitty morning. It's one of the worst mornings ever in the history of mornings. Why? And you, and you knew it and you lied. You just said good morning <clears throat> like like, a, like yeah, it's real. So, Why? What's what's wrong? Well, first of all, my wife is home. And she made the coffee this morning. She's working in the kitchen. Uh, and she she made coffee. Mm. And her idea of coffee is hot brown water. <laughs> and I'm drinking. There's no caffeine in here. It's like why? Why would you drink? If you who drinks hot water first mm. of all? And mm-hmm. it, it, well, colored brown. Brown is the ugliest color. Look at this coffee beans and their brownness. But that rich coffee. Right. This is just like it's it's, it's gas station coffee. Not even. Uh, yeah. get, I would kill for a cup of gas station coffee at this moment. And, and the first thing she said, the coffee's really good today. I made it with filtered water. Oh, filtered water. And, and as soon as she said the coffee was really good, I knew. 
I knew right away the coffee's going to suck. Can she hear you? Yeah, she can hear me. Wow. But she's not offended? Oh, she will be. She'll kick my ass as soon as I get off. Good. Good. But this is the worst coffee in the history of coffee ever. (sighs) There has never been a, a cup of coffee as bad as this cup of coffee right here. Oh, my gosh. And I don't really... If I go in to make a make, if I took a break and just went in there to make a fresh pot, I probably wouldn't make it back alive. I'd be shot. Yeah, I don't blame her. Why are you on her side about this? See, this is what I meant. She you, she you, tried. We're be arguing here today. She, I knew it. She tried. She, she tried, tried to make a, a cup of no, coffee she, for no. you. She did. She did. She made coffee the way she likes it: weak brown water. That's what she likes. Really? She made it for her, yes. She likes weak brown water? Yeah, what? she always says I make it too strong. Oh, you make it too strong. You make Uh-oh. You make it too strong. <laughs> I feel the but, tension already over nah, there. I feel uh, it through listen. the through the uh the waves of it's Wi-Fi. not going to be a good day. First of all, I got a gig tonight, right? And and if you can look out your w- window and you could tell me what I, so my gig tonight's probably going to get rained out, right? No, or fogged out. I didn't see rain today. I saw sunny seventy-two. That my... was that was the, the forecast all week long. And then I wake up and I got a weather service announcement of dense fog and rain and whatever. Nice. On top of the weakest coffee ever made in the history of coffee. You're playing outside. Uh, playing, uh, yeah, Villa Villa Sorrento restaurant we play outside in their parking lot still they started that with covid and was still there they don't want i don't know we played outside in their parking lot in november hmm that sounds like a good idea that sucked and my hands were freezing and mm. oh we got space heaters for the people in the tent but we're not in the tent we're back we're back from the tent that that's probably the most ridiculous idea yeah no i don't it's not a fun gig it wasn't going to be a fun gig to begin with, but so if it gets canceled, the upside of this is I might not get shot, and that's that's a good thing because I'm actually thinking, and this is you don't know about this yet. I've been banned from Twitter for a week. Oh no! Because uh, yesterday, the Supreme Court overturned New York State's concealed carry. Oh, uh, I saw law. that. Okay, so right. now we can carry. Not just carry anywhere because they didn't write anything new into the law that says, well, you can't crack, well, get, except for on airplanes or crowded bars or stadiums or like Venetian shores or. Um, wait, except for places? No, like they that? didn't write that in. So oh. now you can have drunk people in crowded bars or you can have an airplane full of people. But you still and- have to register and, and get. So you still have to prove that you're a not responsible theoretically, human. yes. But if they what they overturned was the uh, illegal search and seizure for such things, so oh. you can't. So you can have an illegal gun. They're, they're saying basically you can't be stopped. And yeah, checked. that that I don't agree with. That's ridiculous. They get, did, yeah. they tried and made it like a racist thing, right? Like you know. No, no, no. It's it's a gun thing. It's a no, pro- no. This this the stop and seize because oh, yeah, they were yeah, saying yeah. it was like racist and there were people being targeted. But if um, someone looks suspicious, you know, and yeah, I know. So here's how I got 
banned from Twitter. So, uh, Congresswoman Lauren, Lauren Bobit from Colorado, she's not even from New York, said, uh, thank God the Supreme Court overturned uh, New York's unconstitutional gun law. And I replied, yay, I can't wait to get shot. And Twitter and she reported me as harassment. And Twitter said, "Twitter said, yeah, you're suspended for harassment." I appealed it and saying, "How the fuck is yay? I can't wait to get shot harassing her." And they reviewed it. They first they said, "Well, we review this thing. We're going to delay your suspension. And when you start your suspension, will be later. Now, do you really want to go through this?" I said, "Yes, I want to go through it. I want to appeal it. I have a human being read what I wrote." I said, "Yay! I can't wait to get shot." That's not harassment. It's a fucking joke, first of all. And it's not if it's harassing anybody. It's harassing myself, not her. So I'm suspended for seven days from Twitter. But, but here's, the, here's the thing. Here's my, here's my question. Okay. Is criminals and crazy people are going to carry guns anyway? Right? Well, they're just... No. They're going to carry them anyway. No, they carry you, them yeah. illegally anyway. But then, so, if but if you can't stop them and search them, well, this this you can't is the thing. Them and search them anyway. You couldn't. Yes, do it you can. Like, yeah, no. they do it all the time. We do it at stadiums. When we go into a baseball game, you ha- they put the scanner on every like single this. person that walks in. <laughs> he goes like this. Yeah, but he that, barely touches no, you. No, no, they have a metal detector that they go yeah. up and down your body with. Hmm. You can't. They can't do that anymore according to the Supreme Court. So you can have a stadium full of people packing. It doesn't matter if it's a legal gun or an they illegal gun. They overturned that yesterday too, or no? That, that was what they were addressing, the concealed carry search stuff. So you can't prohibit people. Mm-hmm. And by, by prohibiting people, that is an act of prohibiting people using the metal detectors. In. I don't know. I have mixed feelings about this because I will feel more protected with a gun on me. <laughs> Yeah, but, would you are you going to feel more protected being on stage in front of a, a room full of drunks who could all be packing? And here's the thing, you know, they but say I it's could a, be packing too. That doesn't make you any safer in a room, a crowded room like that. Here's what shot. happens. Here's what happens. You get drunks in a room. The guy is a not he's drunk and out of control, and he gets into a fight. But I'm not a good fighter, but I have a piece. I can pull my piece out. Now you have a thousand good Samaritans with guns pointing into a crowded uh, room shooting. That's not a good thing. Innocent bystanders are going to be dropping like flies. First of all, not everybody knows how to shoot a fucking gun. (laughs) That's true. It's just not. It's not going to work out right. It's, it's the thing. Tech. New York doesn't have mass shootings. New York is one of the places that we haven't. Yeah, you know, we've had cops mass shoot people like uh, 68, 69 shots or whatever it was, but oh, forty eight shots, whatever the hell it was. But Texas has had these open carry laws forever. Texas is where we had the mass shootings. It's all these places. It's Florida. All the places where the gun laws are less restrictive is where you're having the mass shooting. You're not having them in New York. Even in Chicago, you have shootings with illegal weapons, one-on-one, but you don't have mass shootings in Chicago. This is what we're going to have. We're going to have people. It's going to be like, you know, what, what William described the other day. Uh, like a shootout. Yeah, shootouts. We're going to have shootouts all over the place. And Well, I hope know, not. In a, hope not. 
Yeah, I hope it's a good thing, but hope won't save your ass. Mm. Not a good thing. Definitely not reading the room correctly. And it, 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 this, the Constitution would never said individuals have the right to bear arms. It said well-regulated militias. It's right up front. The uh, the need for uh, to have a well-regulated uh, militia, and then it goes on to say a the right to bear arms shall not be infringed. It's about militia, well trained, well regulated militias, not individuals. Wow. I mean, we should have the. I mean, everybody should have a gun. Everybody should have a gun. Yeah, for their own protection. Yeah, I certainly do. Really? Yeah. I, I know how to fire it. I fire at the range. I know how to be responsible with it. And definitely, yeah. But um, I'm, I don't know. I, so, hope, I hope everybody's responsible with it. But, you know. Well, you, you say for protection. Do you carry it with you all the time? No, I don't have a, a permit to carry. You don't need one anymore. No, I think you do still need a permit, though. No. I think you no, still need not to Not to carry. Through. Not to carry. Concealed so carry. No, for a pistol, you would need one still, right? You'd still need to go through that process. Not to carry, no, yeah. Not really? To carry anywhere, yeah, anywhere. You don't have to register. You have to register the gun, but you get on. You, you you don't need to get a concealed permit anymore. Oh. Wahoo! We live in the wild west. It's we live in the era ruled by gun. I have to think about this for a while. I know you ruminate. Do. Think about it. Well, you, know, you won't have to think about it too long. As soon as, as soon as you know somebody who gets shot, or an innocent bystander who gets shot, you won't have to think about it. It won't continue. Probably be me because I've already wished it upon myself. Yay, I can't wait to get shot. Maybe you'll just get shot in the nut. Huh? Maybe you'll just get shot in the nut. You're one nut. I don't use them for anything anymore anyway, but not like it would be a big difference to me if that happened. Then you and William could stand together and be, and be whole. Well, we did that last night, actually. Uh, <laughs> William has sung on a, a song that I wrote for him. It's called Lay Down Your Guns, uh, uh, oddly enough. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wait. So so you finished the editing and everything like that? It's ready to go? Yeah. It, you want to see the video? Yeah, I do. All right. Here's I don't the video. know. Wait. I don't know if it's going to play for me. Really? Every time you play something, it just like. I don't know why it doesn't play it all the way through. It gets stuck. Let's see. I'll try. We'll try. You seeing that? I'm seeing it now.
And his voice was perfect for that song. I thought so. It was perfect. It was like sultry. I don't know if sultry is the word. Just a nice raspiness to it that just it was it was good. He sounds like he sounds like a papa bear. <laughs> yeah. Or the bare necessities of simple bare necessities. He sounded great. He sounded good. Yeah. Proud of you guys. Look at you. Made um, a good song. Yeah, so but and he he was sharing it all over social media today, but he's not here today. I thought this would be his big debut, but I'm gonna put it on uh, the streaming services so that he might get some support for his. Uh, he's trying to put the, do an album with some guys, and I guess that's taking forever. This took one day. Basically, I sent him a track that sing it, sang it into his phone, and sent <laughs> that was singing into his phone. By the way, uh, wow, not, not bad for singing into a phone. I mean, audio quality-wise, I didn't even think he could possibly possibly do that. But, wow. That's yeah, yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah, not bad. Where's my song? 
I, I've been working on it. I'm working on it. Listen, uh, I, I'm really tired lately. <laughs> I've got Jackie Pot, Joke Pot. <laughs> Plus, um, I, I, I'm a little scared of, of life now uh, because I'm, I'm sure I'm going to get shot. I'm going to get shot. Definitely going to get shot. Look, you could have a nice proper shootout. You go on proper one shoot. side. The guy goes on the other side, and you turn on three. It's What's not, that called? What's that called? That's a, a showdown. A, guy, a showdown. A, a, duel, a duel. A duel. A duel. There you go. You settle uh, it like man. And then I'll be gone. And then what will you do? You'll run the show yourself? I'll just have to shave my head and wear your glasses. <laughs> and draw a mustache on, and nobody would know. Sit there. I complain about how shitty the coffee is. Listen. Yeah. Today I have a, a, a singer-songwriter on, Robert Andrew Wagner. Not Robert Wagner, heart-to-heart, Mary, or Natalie Cole's husband, Robert Andrew Wagner. He's been with me on the Mind Dog TV podcast. Um, uh, his initials spell raw. Nice. I like that. Um, <laughs> and he's from a band called The Little Wretches. At Pittsburgh, and I, I put out a, an open invitation to his record company, MTS Records. Michael Stover is a Pittsburgh-based record company. He used to supply me with a lot of people, a lot of guests for the evening show. And I just said, you know what? You have him come on the morning show. So he's going to be with us in just a few minutes. Mm-hmm. He has um, a point of view, something to say. You know, he, he doesn't back down for... He, he, I was trying to explain this. He's not compromising in uh, telling the audience necessarily what they want to hear. And in his bio, it says something like, uh, I'm, people think I'm angry. I'm not angry. I just enjoy a good fight. Now, that song that I just played, that's about a guy my age. And he, I, he's probably my age or so. But who's just like so tired of fighting. Lay down your guns. I don't want to fight anymore. I don't want to argue. I don't want to... You're you're tired of fighting? I am, yes. But he's not. But he's not. Right. So it's gonna be like one big brawl right now? No, it's not gonna be a brawl. He's I just think he's gotta have a uh a point of he, view and what opinion. Is he have, about what? About anything. I I bet she's probably gonna have a point of view about the Supreme Court case. And I don't know what that will be. I don't know where where it will be, but I know I'm not sure how to feel about it yet. I don't have a formed fully formed opinion. Well, because in one in one if sense, if I get shot, will that change your mind? In one, <laughs> in one sense, it would be nice to be able to protect yourself. But you had that the, the ability to protect yourself yesterday or two days ago. Now what you have is thugs being. But able thugs to, always, but thugs always had. No, weapons. they couldn't they, because they they had to be. They were sub- subject to search and seizure. And being scanned by metal that detectors. Went hand in, that went hand in hand, the search and seizure? It was, that's what brought it up. That's what it was a, uh, that's what the case was originally about was, you know, the scanning. When you're going to a, a baseball or a basketball stadium, imagine the Nets in Brooklyn, in East New York, Brooklyn, uh, with that arena right, on, right in the heart of shootout city as it is. And they're not allowed to check to see if you got a gun when you go into 18,000 people. All those crack dealers on the streets carrying, you can go in now. 
with the gun stashed in their back. That's odd. If I don't know. Thank thank you for saying odd. That's at least a little bit reasonable. It's fucking crazy. It's fucking it's it's saying let's go live in the Wild West. The Wild West were the best times in America, right? When when all you had the fastest gun uh, mm-hmm. was all that mattered. You had the fastest gun to, and listen, those guns weren't as deadly as the guns we have now. It's it's, it's gonna yeah. be carnage. Thank God I'll be dead soon. Stop it. I will be. Stop it. Anyway, uh. So, did you bring happy news? You want to get out of here before I bring uh, Robert in, or do you want you have some happy news to kind of get me out of my coffee funk, my Twitter funk, my gun funk? My, you are the host. It's up to funk. you. I have. Well, did you bring some of the happy? I, news? I have. I have happy. I'm always prepared. Always prepared. <laughs> I'm always prepared. Um, yeah. Let me find. Let me find this. I wrote, oh, I thought you were always prepared. Now you got to find it. Well, I had okay. I don't want to read about what the landmine. Oh yeah, I want to hear about landmines. No, but no, landmines oh, oh. are good. Let's have, have landmines. Okay, but I do have an article about Alex Jones's uh, penis penis shrinkage. Oh, an too. update on the penis thing. Yes, I do. So, do which, you have pictures? Um, penis pictures. No, I'm uh. sorry. It's up to you. Which one? No, I want the. Obviously, I'm going to go with the penis. I want the penis. Okay, give me the penis. I saw this last night, and I thought of it immediately. Um, This is from LadBible.com. And um, what does that stand for? I think they're completely serious. Lad Lad, Bible? I don't know. Lad, like I'm thinking, like a guy, like a boy. I don't know. L A D Bible. Right. Uh, whenever I look for funny, uplifting news, they come up. Um, okay. So scientists warn men's penises are shrinking and it could have a big effect on mankind's survival. Um, this was published actually on June 17th. So it's a little outdated here, but I want to read this. An award-winning scientist has made a shocking revelation that could shake humanity to its core. Penises are shrinking. Dr. Shanna Swan is one of the world's leading reproductive epidemiologists, and her research indicates men are suffering from higher rates of erectile dysfunction, and babies are being born with smaller junk. This is verbatim. In her research, published in her book, Countdown, she believes microplastics and pollutants are seeing babies unable to develop properly, causing an overall feminization of society. While penis size has weirdly often been a keen topic of conversation in locker room talk, the revelation is much more worrying than one would believe. Not only are we being left with smaller penises, <laughs> but sperm counts have dropped by more than 50% in Western countries in the past 40 or 50 years. Who's counting all these sperm? Dr. Shanna Schwan. No, the thing is, you don't go for a sperm count unless you 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 ask for one. You don't you go in and you say we're having trouble conceiving. Can can you? so that wasn't always the case. So they can't really say that sperm counts are going down there. All they know is guys who are having trouble getting their girlfriend pregnant are going in asking for their sperm. But count. I guess there's more than more than usual going in. Yes, that that's a guess. No, no, yes, and it can't be a guess. They. Dr. Swan believes her findings show a global existential crisis brewing and has pointed to growing number of toxic chemicals 
um, used for food packaging, which she alleges impact how certain hormones are produced. According to the Daily Star, she writes in her book, chemicals in our environment and unhealthy lifestyle practices in our modern world are disrupting our hormonal balance, causing various degrees of reproductive havoc. Listen, we have an expert in the chat room right now. It's Kelly Cool. She's, uh, she sees more penises than anybody. Uh, I, on, on, a da- on a daily uh, average, I think she sees about 100 to 200 penises every single day. Uh, and uh, she can vouch for the fact that they're not really getting smaller. Right, 86, Kelly? 86 countries are going to conduct a study determining the largest and smallest average penis sizes in the world. Average. Oh, wait, no, they did. Oh, wait, they did. Countries with the biggest penises. Oh. All right. Uh, you want to know? You want to start from five? Uh, uh, wait, it's not. It's not. Five, four, uh, three, two, one. United States of America and United States, no, Long, on, guys. Long Island, uh, Long Island, New York has the yeah, biggest. Yeah, Matt Napo and and Shoreham, New York has the biggest. Now, uh, number five is is Haiti. Haiti. Four. Wait a minute. They're saying it's sixteen inches long. That's possible. No. The, oh, I, in I, centimeters. I, centimeters. I'm sorry. Oh, centimeters. I was gonna say, uh, Sudan is number four. Bolivia is number three. Cameroon See, the, is number two. What's the connection between all those countries? And what's the the? I don't know. Where is Sudan, by the way? Do we know where that is? Sudan is in Africa. Sudan is in Africa. Yeah, Sudan is sub sub-Saharan Africa. Yes. Oh, is it? so okay. Matt thought it was the Middle East. Okay, number one. Oh right, it's North North Saharan Africa, but no, it's in Africa. Ecuador. Is number one with a penis length of 17.61 centimeters. Now, all those places have Coke, Coke in a can, right? Oh, so okay, because Alex Cause she, said she's blaming it. Coke, Williams, right. with Williams, with us, right? Uh, right now, he said you did great in geography. I didn't know either where Sudan was actually. I, I think no, it is. I was. Ba- I, I, I think it's <laughs> north. North. It's it's above. The, it's above the Sahara in Africa. It's not sub-Saharan Africa. I think oh, and Matt, the Matt is technically right. It is kind of Middle East. Oh, you're technically right, Matt. Um, wait. Oh, here's a study that found. Oh, the smallest penis size when erect, coming in at just three point nine five inches long. Carl. Carl. Carl in the UK. Uh, yes. No, Cambodians. Cambo- well, you could see that. Where's Cambodia? Cambodia is near Vietnam. It's like the Vietnam. <laughs> Southwest Pacific. Wow. Yeah. Three, three, three centimeters? No, three inches. Wow. Oh, three inches? But aren't you know, they small? Aren't it, they were they in the dwarfs? pool? Because if they're in the pool, three Are inches they dwarfs is in Cambodia? Right. They are right. They're small. They're tiny, like pygmy people. people. Yeah. Oh, not so then why, why, why is that not? He's telling me to stop. Cambodian. Don't take out the globe. I purposely hid the globe. Uh, it's an indoctrination uh, instrument. What? Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, he's looking at the globe. Wait, I but, know. <laughs> it, why doesn't he have a flat Earth map ready to go? Don't you have a flat Earth map? Oh, okay. Wait, I want to do the rest. Number six is Senegal. Seven is Gam- Gambia. I just want to see. They're not all in Africa. Seven is Cuba. Oh, the Netherlands is num. Oh, there's two. There's a tie. No, they just don't know how to count. Netherlands and Zambia. Now, Netherlands is all white. 
Netherlands is the only one on it. It's yeah. all white people. Come on. There, there are big white dicks. It's just <laughs> you have to. It's where it gets really cold, which is surprising to me. I'm surprised Russia's not on there. They, nah, I don't know. Well, Putin is a big dick. <laughs> Took my joke. I know. Damn it. Um, it's that's uh, a surprising thing. I don't, I don't, I don't give any validity to it at all. Uh, again, we have a, a a expert in the room. Kelly's being quiet now. She's not chiming in on the size. But I but, think this is one of the one of the easiest. Um, one of the easiest surveys because every man wants to talk about his weenie and how big it is. No, right? so every man's like, "Oh, sure." No, sure, I ha- sure, I have sure. friends who uh, sure. who are very uh, open about how small their package is, and then you know, it's not the size of the ship; it's the motion of the ocean type of thing. It's not it's not the size of your gun; it's how you use it. it you know, you, it, William will tell you, twenty two aimed the right way can do far more damage than a 38 or a 44 that's not aimed the right way wait so you're saying size matters no i'm saying it doesn't matter william oh. got william got his 20 uh his nut shot off by a 22 not a oh. 38 or a 44 mm. you see what i I'm don't saying? know i don't know i think kelly maybe will agree with me i have a homework assignment for you it matters a little bit i have a homework assignment for you uh, what is the big porn site? Pornhub. Go on Pornhub today and just put in, <laughs> just put in uh, BBC or BWC, and uh, and we'll see what happens. What's that? Big black cock or big white cock? No. No, but I'll just you'll see that they're not getting smaller; they're getting bigger. They're 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 freaks. They're freaks. Humankind is not getting smaller. In so you're saying Dr. Schwan hasn't watched Pornhub? I'm saying that that's exactly what I'm saying. She needs to she needs to get herself uh, a credit card and get on one of these porn sites, and she'll be like, "Whoa, maybe I was wrong about that. Whoa, whoa, I was definitely wrong about this. Holy shit, you could tie a fucking whatever." I'm just. But maybe I, there's. I need better coffee today. Well, actually. the freaks make good porn stars, so they're the ones on the porn. But maybe the rest of America, the rest of the world, okay, is falling victim to tiny, tiny weenies. I knew we were going to argue about stuff today. I just knew we were going to get into. into Who's argument. arguing? You're arguing. I'm about speculating. Speculating, but you're not an expert. Kelly's an expert, and she's being very quiet. Maybe because you called her an expert on penises, she's upset. I, no, that would turn her on. You don't know how she gets. She, she loves to be talk dirty too. Really? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. It's the coffee or lack of. All right, I'm gonna let you out of the room and bring Robert in because he's waiting back there patiently. He's like, "What the hell's going oh, on?" Oh, I'm sorry, Robert. Why would you like to hang with him, and meet him now, or, or, or you kind of you're gonna come back, or or not? Any of the both? I don't know. I'm confused. Whatever. I'll be... Oh, I don't know. All right, then I'm just going to bring him in with you here. I can't make a decision. Well, I'll make the decision for you. Uh, this is Robert uh, Andrew Wagner. Uh, we like to call him Raw. Okay. Because his initial spell, Raw. Raw. Anyway, he's a singer-songwriter from, I want to say Pittsburgh, Western Pennsylvania area. Uh, he's been with me on the Mind Dog TV podcast. As I mentioned earlier in the show, he's got a, a definite point of view, which... Um, generated more email and feedback 
than most of the other singer-songwriters I've had on the program. Not because of his music, but some people just, I think they were trolling him. They were they were angry at him for political views or whatever. Uh, didn't To be honest, the hate mail that I got or the negative mail that was generated was all incoherent. Like, you couldn't tell what, what were making people angry. Uh, but we'll talk to him about it now and find out why, why does he really enjoy a good fight. Let's welcome him in, Rob. Raw Robert Andrew Wagner <laughs> to the coffee with wow. I look while I was in the in the waiting room here. I really, really enjoyed your conversation, and I could have been <laughs> sit, sitting there type, typing in comments. And when you were talking about should we bring him in? Yeah, yeah, that was that was great. I, I enjoyed that tremendously. Well, I appreciate that because this is a very weak show today because of coffee. It's, it's all my <laughs> wife's fault, to be honest with you. She said she started out by saying, "Oh, it's really coffee's really good today," and it, it, I knew right from hearing coffee's really good today, it was going to be the worst coffee ever in the history of coffee, and that's what I got. So I'm low energy, but I appreciate. The, yeah, the hey, I, I had I had surgery oh. on my eye last week, and uh, oh. I figured, well, I'm going to be in pain for a few days. Anyhow, maybe this will be my big opportunity to decaffeinate. So wow. I'm no coffee. I'm no caffeine. And I, you know, I'm tempted. Uh, but you I'll have more energy than I do. Life. Maybe, maybe I should go your way and just not even touch this though. You seem more awake than I do. That's for sure. Uh, but I thought you were just styling. I thought you would go in Hollywood on me. <laughs> with the well, my, what my, I, well, I look a little bit like the cartoon version of Gomez Adams with, with the glasses off. Like the one eye looks kind of like shrunken and red. Uh, if you remember the Adams Family cartoon, you know you know who you look like with the glasses on. Um, Duke Duke from uh, Doonesbury. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for well, well, he was she like the big spy, wasn't he? Wasn't he like the G. Gordon Liddy type character? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yes. Do you know Duke from Dune? What is it, Duke from what? Dunesbury. It was Doonesbury? a cartoon from from before Do you, you know were born. Duke from Dunesbury? <laughs> no, he doesn't know. Oh, uh, we're we're see see. I, I'm this. I'm not that. I old. wish you could <laughs> share in this. I wish you could share in this because if you knew it, that I'm that gonna was a, I'm gonna look good, it up. Let me. I'm she will. See. She's good like that. She once she uh, is exposed to something she doesn't know about, she will Google it or find out about it. I uh, was just listening today. Speaking of Duke from Doonesbury, uh, earlier this morning, I was listening to a podcast. There was a guy who was in the Nixon White House. He was like the youngest lawyer of the Nixon White House, and he was trying to, you know, put out all the corrections, you know, the truth about the Watergate break-in and the Watergate, and they were talking about. Howard Hunt and G. Gordon Liddy and John Dean and all those guys, which are probably before your time. Oh, come on. Do I look like that? <laughs> well, I was going from memory. Now, this is a memory. newspaper comic. Obviously, if I saw that drawing, I wouldn't say that, but I, I don't know. Memory can be. Yeah, Doonesbury was one of those comic strips that like all the, you know, politically advanced people or people who thought of themselves as politically advanced made sure they, they read it every day. And uh, you know, yeah. like, you know, hipster credentials, I guess. Mm. So okay. I want to I want to talk to you about this because last time you were on the show, you played some uh, you played one song acoustically, and that got a, a good reception. Your music got a good reception, but after the show, I got a slew of incoherent, angry mail about 
uh, you somebody is trolling you for possibly I don't know. It seemed like it, it was politically based, but I couldn't really be one hundred percent. It was just all over here. It looked like one person obviously, or, oh. or, or potentially, had opened up many accounts with different names and was writing, like, negative stuff about you, but not about your music, about um, your point of view. And I goes like, what the, f- what is triggering huh. this? Well, but- that's, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, gl- I'm glad he cared enough to, or, or she, or whoever it was out there, I'm glad they cared enough to, to, is yeah, that common for you though? Do, do, do you because it says in your bio that you you pe- people think you're angry? I read the bio and I get I get what you're saying about. Well, you know, I'll tell you what's changed. As you can tell, you know, I'm not I'm not young anymore. And when I was younger, uh, and, and even recently, I did a show down uh, in Philly, uh, right uh, right across the street from where Gosnell's abortion clinic was if you know know his story he was the guy who was killing babies after they were born and chalking them right. up as abortion so they they shut so i was oh playing at a little little coffee shop right across from where that was and when the show was over somebody said oh you just radiate anger like you're kidding me and because the thing i've been getting in the last couple of years is how positive I am like and well my, my viewpoint hasn't really <laughs> changed but but I guess hearing an old guy say this stuff is like oh see that's reaffirming because he has he he's not afraid to speak his mind and and tell tell the truth whereas when you're younger you're just obnoxious whenever you tell people what they don't want to hear uh, yeah and, 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 and to be honest with you the the reaction seems angrier than you do uh yeah. the people you know and maybe oh, yeah yeah, the reaction the the reaction is is the irrational one. The people getting angry about something you said are the people who are being irrationally angry, in my view. You're just well, a, like, a guy singing songs. <laughs> yeah, well, like one of my heroes, even though I I would disagree. I wish Phil Oaks was still alive because I think Phil Oaks's viewpoint might might have, uh, you know, because he was a very intelligent guy. I, I think as evidence came in, he may have may have modified some of this stances but but for me he's the model of of like a performing songwriter uh people think of him as as a leftist but if you actually look at his lyrics he's 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 targeting hypocrisy and misinformation in all directions you know he's 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 a straight shooter and and somebody that that i admire and and model myself after but we're really we're in the bit the feel-good business you know pop music is like a cocktail or a cup of coffee or a cigarette people you know medicate themselves with the music they listen to which is different when you're young like most of what i know i know from the music i've listened to but now you know most people of my generation were feeling a little bit down we put on the song that we know is going to make us feel good and if you're in the feel good business you know why not just sell drugs you know i'm you know that's not the business i'm in yeah yeah no i i you know i was talking to somebody about depression the other day and i think you know i think people that's a, a pretty simple quick uh cure is it's listening to music that will make you feel good i think that's a that's a simple thing it's so much easier than getting pills and prescriptions yeah. for now I'm, i don't want to put out misinformation about m- the medical industry and pharmaceutical industry i don't want to be accused of that but i think there are some natural ways to lift yourself especially if it's not a chemical imbalance or something yes, like that you're dealing with i agree uh mood lifters and thing putting on music that makes you feel good is a 
great thing. So yeah, yeah well, I, I you know on, on the medication thing, I, I was uh, a friend of mine was seriously ill. He 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 had suffered a like a full body infection and he was in a in a coma, medically induced coma until they could fight the infection. And I was visiting him every day in the hospital in in the intensive care unit. And uh, I'm on the elevator and I, I read this, this poster that says, do you have anxiety? And it lists all these symptoms. Like, yeah, I have all those symptoms. Oh, well, it just so happens we're having a clinic down. So, so I go down to the clinic and I end up making an appointment with, with the shrink or whatever the site. I don't know if it was a psychologist or a psychiatrist, but I go to see her and she says, well, what would you like? I could give you something to take the edge off. I'm uh, coming here for for treatment. I'm not coming here for dang. I I, I could get drugs if I wanted them. Come on, it's so help. easy. It's so easy now to I, get I drugs. I think Andy Andrews would like that number of that doctor. Uh. <laughs> no, it's so easy, and it's and it's a cop out. I think that um, for most cases, you can work at depression. You could work at anxiety. You can um, you can overcome it. Right. I yeah. overcame it. Let me. Ask well, you, you know, I. I, 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 you know, I do exercise, I do music, you know, I, and, 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 and you, and, and a friend of mine, a lifelong friend uh, down in Philly, you know, I, I visited her recently and she has like, like motivational slogans by her door and by her bathroom mirror, just things to constantly yeah. remind her, you know, yeah, th this is a battle and I'm going to fight it 24 hours a day, every day that I live and I'm going to stay positive. I'm not going to let uh, I'm not going to walk around feeling defeated and down. Uh, wow. yeah. You know, it's, it's uh, you know, training your, in the same way you can train your body, you can yes, train your, train your, your mind. mind to have positive thinking. A lot uh, of it's lifestyle as well, because we're programmed, you know, like nine to five slave robots. And we're really not satisfying our own needs and, and desires. Yes, oh. Matt? Oh, needs and desires. Uh, we're going back into the, the, the large penis area again. We, I'm not talking about penises. Uh, give, <laughs> give me a second here. I want, I want to come back to this Philadelphia thing because I, I, I just remind me to ask you about Philadelphia. Uh, but last night on, on the Mind Dog TV podcast, I had a guy on who was uh, a naturalist as far as dealing with stress and, and, and health and, and physical health and mental health. And by naturalist, he says exercise is not good. Movement is good. Mm -hmm. um, he's an evolutionary guy. So, you know, when, when primitive man was hunter-gatherers, <laughs> they weren't doing exercises. They weren't doing push-ups. They moved. They, they danced. They had sex. They went out on the hunt. Yeah. All that stuff was motion. And yeah. that's good for your body. It's just as good as exercise. Yes. And, and I thought, wow, that that's the first time I've heard it put that way dancing, you know, just living life, but being a full motion person rather than a sedentary well, sit in a chair. Yeah, of. well, full, we, we were full motion and we were, we fought for it. We hunted for our food. We, right. you know, but we you don't built... think about it. This is what I like when I, if I go to a gym and I'm going to lift up weights, the first thought is how much is that weight? And then you start stressing out. You know, exercise is supposed to relieve yeah. your stress, but yeah. you're stressing out. Well, how much is this? Now you're thinking about it and all that stuff. Whereas if you go out hunter gatherer, you don't think about, about that it, before. Right. You're just thinking about I'm hungry. I want to get some food. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, I'm sorry. Well, but but the, the you know, like I work a lot with kids, and, and one of the things I'll, I'll ask them, you know, is where's your food come from? They have no idea. It shows up as if by magic, and then as soon as they have uh, two two minutes where they're not engaged in something, they're they're on their phones. But you know, yeah, if if you had to procure 
the implements of your own survival. If you had to grow your own food, yes. uh, yeah, you, you, you would be moving all day. And then when you had time to not move, you, you'd be having some fun. Yes. Yeah. Everything that we used to have to uh, like, you're familiar with the jujitsu guy, John Danaher. Yeah. Yeah. I I was watching a video of his where he was talking about it. it, There was a time when you didn't have to worry about the meaning of life. The meaning of life was survival. And now that survival is pretty much a given. We have more than we need. Most of us have more than what we need. And even some of the poorest among us have more than what they need. And uh, so, so now, you know, we have this existential, you know, crisis about, oh, what is, what is the meaning of life? Right. Life is meaningless. Well, why don't you, you know, go up in the mountains and, you know, start yourself a farm and hunt for your own food. I love this guy. You know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, along those lines, because last (laughs) night my guest Frank Ferencic, uh, he he brought up this, but not on an individual, not on an individual level. He said, we never think about what is the purpose of humanity uh, as a whole. And I was like, wow, I've never had that thought. Because every time I, I talk about purpose, it's like, what's the meaning of my life? Why the hell was I born? What the hell am I doing here right you know but to think about what is our purpose as a as a species on this planet what the hell are we trying to do that's not a and it was a heavy thought for me and I'm still I don't I still haven't wrestled with it well but from I, the Christian I, Christian viewpoint right uh God doesn't want us to worry and he wants us to be we have more value than than the sparrows of the air right you know don't worry you. about what you should think or what you should wear you should just be here and enjoying what has been presented to you. Then why did he create a flat earth instead of a globe? Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know why I said that. I'm uh, just a, no, I think it's a coffee. I, it's a lack of I think that um you know we're serving man and it's killing us, you know, mentally and spiritually. I, I think consumerism is killing yes, us. Yes, consumerism, yes, yeah, definitely. People 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 are so, uh, the next thing is going to make me happy. And I thought, yeah. thought about this yesterday. It could, because I'm to the point in my life where I'm resisting the temptation to buy things. Yeah. And that can come across as being cheap. Like I'm thinking, is, is this, gonna, and it's not cheap. It's about, I know that having that won't make me happy until I can be happy without having that. Yes. It's not going to add any value to my life. Because I went through a period where, had to have the uh, you know new another guitar. I have more guitars than I could deal with. But the latest pedal, the latest uh, you know whatever it is, gizmo for music came out. I need to I need to get that, and that it's gonna make me fulfilled. And it never did. It never did. Just having the next thing never right. makes you. you know? Right. Right. So. Anyway, uh, I wanted to ask you about Philly because you, you mentioned Philly like three or four times now, and I got the impression that you're from the other side of the state. Now, Pittsburgh and Philadelphia are as different as New York and Buffalo. In- York incredibly City. different. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've been living out, uh, you know, I, I, my band, the, I have the Little Wretches East and I have the Little Wretches West. Oh. So I have a little, little combo out, out in the Philly area, which is where I am now. I'm actually in an Airbnb outside of Philly, but, and, and everything I own is in a storage locker, which I'll be loading into a U-Haul truck next Wednesday and driving it to put in a storage locker in Pittsburgh. But I, you know, I bleed black and gold. I'm 412 for life. Uh, And, and, you know, the, I mean, I love Philly. Uh, There's a a lot of 
nice stuff about Philly, but they think they're hardcore out here. And I've heard like, you know, like I'm getting older now. I got to be care careful about going to dangerous places. But, you know, I've heard of how hardcore people in Philly are. And, you know, like I've been warned, don't wear your black and gold to an Eagles game. Don't wear your black and gold to a Phillies game. Don't, you know, the Flyers fans, hey, man, I wear my black and gold. And generally people in Philly, when they say city of brotherly love, they're generally really appreciative. Glad you're here. You're, are you having a good time? They're really pretty sweet people. But uh, but they are not hardcore. Like even from the music uh, business out here, b back in Pittsburgh, people that ha had just a smidgen of talent had every intention of taking over the world. We're out here, people with more talent in their little finger than I, I have my whole body. Oh, they're content to do music as a hobby. Uh, they just, right. you know, they're not driven to anything. Where, you know, the, the, the cool thing about Pittsburgh, there's a guy named Brian O'Neill wrote a book he called Pittsburgh, the Paris of Appalachia, because Pittsburgh doesn't fit in anywhere. We're not Midwestern, you know, we, we are where people came from all over the world to work in Pittsburgh because there was money to be made there. And then whenever all of the business, you know, the steel industry dried up, Everybody left except for the sick people, the crazy people, the old people, you know, people who were unable to leave. Really kind of some pretty hardcore people. And now Pittsburgh's been taken over by Brooklynites and people from Seattle. And they look at people like me like, oh, look, there's a deer, you know. Ooh, ooh, there's some wildlife. He's a native. Yeah. Uh, you 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 you're you're like the pilgrims. You moved into what I created and you're not giving me any credit. Yeah. But yeah, but but yeah. Philly, yeah, Philly's where I am, and you know I I plan on spending a lot of time here. You know, Philly's closer to New York; it's closer to the East Coast. Uh, but but they don't have the the drive here. They turn on the home team in the in the blink of an eye. I went to a, you guys know who Ryan Howard is. Ryan Howard sounds familiar. I don't. Ryan Howard was a baseball player that won a World Series for the Phillies. I go to a Phillies game, you know, like Ryan Howard's last season. His first time at bat, they boo him. <laughs> well, this the guy Met, won that, you a World Series and you're booing him. What's wrong with you? No, that, you as a Mets fan, I, I'm familiar with that. It's what have you done for me lately? It definitely yeah. is. What have you done for me lately? But on the Pittsburgh thing, Jess Paul, who was an actress who got her start, and she's from the Pittsburgh area, uh, she she got her start and did very well there. But I was talking to her, I had her on the program, about Pittsburgh because I've had so many, and I, I get hung up on this idea of, of creative hubs, creative areas. There are places in America, Dayton, Ohio, the, the Ohio area now has a really thriving artistic community singers songwriters comedians musicians all that stuff um and i think pittsburgh has that too to some some extent but i told her i've had hundreds of people on from pittsburgh i think it's a really creative hub and she asked me to name them and all because i've you know put me on the spot like i could only name like four or five but i swear there's there is something uh you know going on in pittsburgh that is Maybe it wasn't always there, but in the last 10 years or so uh, is becoming more of a, a artistic friendly city where filmmakers are gravitating towards Pittsburgh, um, uh, songwriters, bands, even well, can comedians. I, can I lay it out for you? Uh, sure. I mean, that, I this, this is going back maybe, maybe 15 years, maybe longer, but a guy who at the time 
He's the former mayor of Pittsburgh, Bill Peduto, when he was a city councilman before he became mayor. He's not mayor anymore. But uh, I guess they had done some kind of studies. Uh, you know, what what is necessary for a blighted area to turn around? And the first sign that a blighted area is turning around is when the young bohemians move in, when the young artists move in. So he, he had a big meeting. He called all the artists and, and artistically minded you know, people that he could get down to his meeting. And he said, you know, we have these neighborhoods and they have abandoned storefronts. We will sell, we will help you buy these buildings for almost nothing. And all we want you to do is keep something in the storefront, keep the men alive. And then five years, 10 years, 15 years from now, you'll be able to sell these buildings for a huge profit and you will have helped us turn the city around. So one, you know, some of the political leadership in Pittsburgh saw the artistic community as a way to bring a renaissance to the city. Uh, not, you know, looking back on that, and that that is a sign. I mean, like there there were some neighborhoods out here in Philly that you that were considered blighted. That you know, and and when they turn around, they try to change their names. Uh, like there's a neighborhood in Philly called the Northern Liberties. Uh, that borders Kensington, which is, you know, which is like a drug infested, scary place to be, you know, people walking around like the walking dead. So if you live down on that borderline, you say you're from Fishtown, but, you know, young people moved in, you know, rehabbed the houses, now they're all worth a half a million dollars. Uh, so that, I think that's one part of Pittsburgh. The, the, right now, one of the reasons why I'm going back is that I was house hunting out in Philly and everything costs a half a million dollars, whereas I could, in Pittsburgh, buy something for $50,000 that would cost a quarter of a million out here. So it has the healthiest housing market in the country right now. Kiara's uh, moving. She's, she's just packing her bags right now. She hey, just heard you say that. She's going you know, so, so, and, and there's natural beauty. It, you know, you've, you've heard of the point, you know, the convergence of the Ohio, yeah. the and out. You know, you could spin a spinner. You could stand at the point, spin a spinner. And wherever it ends, follow the, the direction of the arrow for 15 minutes, and you're going to encounter some kind of natural wonder. So there's history. There's, there's nature. There's... You know, right. it's just a really cool place to be. And, right. and then it's also, there's got all these little neighborhoods uh, and each neighborhood has a different flavor. I mean, you, you think of it as almost like, you know, Man Manhattan in New York City or something. You, you have Little Italy, you have Chinatown, you have the Lower East Side. Uh, yeah, P Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh's an amazing place. I love it. And, and the, the, the rivers have a way of popping that shit you, out. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you, you can I, do whatever you yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go I was going to say, the, the, the thing about being in Pittsburgh as an artist is if you're content, if you're not like hungry for fame, you could do whatever you wanted to do and find, you know, a small community of people who would support it. Uh, but but you weren't going to get any larger recognition. You know, right. uh, if you want any larger recognition, you got to get out of Pittsburgh. But right. you do have the license and the freedom and, and even, even a lot of support. At one point, they had the most nonprofit organizations in the country. Uh, you know, and then, then like models, role models for me, you know, you talk about great, great artists, the, the playwright August Wilson. I, I studied, you know, I studied writing under a partner of his named Rob Penny at the University of Pittsburgh. He, uh, I mean, all these guys, their generation of like black 
writers. They stopped going to school, and instead of going to school, they went to the library. The, the legend of Rob, Rob Penny is he went to the Carnegie Library and read every book about Africa. And without ever really getting himself a degree, he went on to be the uh, head of the Black Studies Department at the University of Pittsburgh. Wow. And, and apparently August Wilson did something similar. He stopped going to school. And he would just you know, hang out in parks and coffee shops and diners. And he was always writing and he was capturing, you know, the, the poetry of the people, you know, the spoke, mm. this, the beauty of the spoken word. Mm. And then, you know, you, you can, once you know that that was sort of his process, when you watch or listen to his plays, you can tell, you know, there are a bunch of poems. There, there are these beautiful soliloquies that he kind of patched into characters and put them in dramatic settings. But first and foremost, he's a poet. Uh, And and the poetry of Pittsburgh, because the language, people from Hungarians, Slovaks, Italians, Greeks, you know, that old Pittsburgh, uh, where people maintained their identity while assimilating. Uh, (laughs) You know, it's a magic thing. Yeah, it is. So we are short on time here. You want to perform for us today? I see oh, you have dang. Well, I, I, this is more like a prop because I get nervous, but I'd be glad to play a song for uh, you. Okay. Uh, what is it? Let me see the headstock on that. What are you holding there? This okay. is a Martin D35. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was um, a Martin, but I couldn't tell from without seeing the headstock. But uh, yeah, it, it looks like a beautiful guitar. Uh, all right. Should, should I go for one? Yeah, sure. All right. All right. This is, yeah, this is a song called uh, May You Never Be the Child of a Realist. Uh, and, the, you know, there, there's, I guess, this ongoing debate about, you know, should you go for the money or should you go for your dreams? And uh, f- for me, I, I'm lucky that I didn't have to make that choice. I have, there was no way I could not go for my dreams. But uh, one time my band was practicing. And we were also babysitting. And so we gave my little niece a little drumstick and a harmonica so she could play along with us. And you could tell that she was trying to keep in time and really trying to make music with Aww. us. So after we get done, you know, we take a little break. We say, wow, you were really playing. Uh, and somebody asked her what she wants to be when she grows up. And she says, oh, I really want to be a singer. But I'm going to go to beauty school so I have something to fall back on. Oh. Like, oh, who put that evil thought in your head? Because if you give yourself something to fall back on, you're going to fall back. You're going to fall back. Yeah. So that that's uh, may you never be the child of a realist. Here we go. <laughs> may you never be the child of a realist. <laughs> may you never learn. To calculate the odds May you never need Apologize to mother Or your father For honoring the gifts Bestowed by God May you never be A play it safe apprentice Cause they've told you since you're born, dreams never pay. May you never be the shining little namesake of a realist. May you never think you're better off that way. May you never think you're better off that way. May you never walk the altar 
with a realist who decides that childish things be put away a second car a second job a second mortgage second thoughts the bills will be the least of what you pay may you never wake to realize you've grown up slightly overworked and overweight may you never slide that ring upon the finger of a realist a realist who believes that dreams can wait A realist who believes the dreams can wait. May your mirror never show to you a realist who's always level headed, always sane, who knows the dollar value of a hard day's work and carries an umbrella when it rains may you never wake never trust the doubters who advise you who say it's wise to give yourself an out may you never tell your children you're a realist when you're just a broken hearted fool who sold yourself to doubt you're just a broken fool who sold yourself to doubt. May you never feel alone and isolated. May you someday take a worthy lover's hand who will stand with you and lift you up and share with you the happiness that only other dreamers understand. That only other dreamers understand. That only other dreamers understand. Very, very nice. I liked it. I liked it. It felt, felt like wow. you wrote that song for me. Me too. <laughs> Bravo. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm glad you guys liked it. It, it, it fits. It fits the mode of everything I've been saying lately, and a, a lot yes. of you know, especially you know that whole but, idea of of having a fallback. I talk to every single creative person I have on this program, and some of them are going to college and and going working on degrees it's like if you know what you want to do what are you getting a degree in something you don't want to do yes i say the same thing i say the same thing wow i didn't want that song to end just like speaking to my soul no. thank you thank you yeah. so uh wait are you got some uh upcoming performances that you want to let people know about uh well we're doing a, a live stream a facebook live stream on something i think it's called americana rhythms on uh july 19th uh and, you know I'm, I'm doing you know solo solo stuff we're we're playing we're, what we're trying to do is play at least in the western pennsylvania area of trying to play like small community theaters trying to get out mm -hmm. of the the 
there's no like Philly. There's there's a couple of places that are considered listening rooms. Right. Uh, but in Pittsburgh, there's really nothing like that. And and if there is, they want to pick the pockets of your of your audience, right? You're they have no clientele of their own. You're bringing them the audience. They're getting you know like forty percent of your sick ticket sales. And they're taking the money from the bar. They want to. They, it's, like, it's almost like like they have mind reading capacity. Your 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 fans walk through the door and they say that guy has sixty dollars, that guy has eighty dollars, she has seventy dollars, <laughs> and they want to make sure that you walk out with nothing. And uh, you know, I want, so we're we're playing at small theaters where you kind of have to rent the theater. There's like a rental fee, but it's usually modest. But all the ticket sales are yours, and all the merchandise sales are yours. And people, it's like going to a movie. Like mm. you, you want to get there before the movie starts because you don't want to miss it. If you miss the beginning, you might not understand it. Mm. And you're probably going to stay to the end. And if the person in the, in the next seat starts rattling their Raisinets pat bag too much, you're going to shush them. We're li- we came here right. to listen to the music. So that, that's that's what we're trying to trying to get rolling. You know, like that, that song that I just did, you know, that's kind of what I do. If, if I have a listening audience... I'm a killer. I'm great. If, right. if I'm background yeah. music, I'm no better or worse than anybody else's background. In yeah, fact, I'm pretty I, average as background music. I do a lot of gigs, unfortunately, where I am background music. It's very unsatisfying. Aww. But for me, at, at <laughs> least... Me too. At, at least it for me, it, it's like a chance to get out there and, and go through it. It's like practice, it's like paid rehearsal, but I don't enjoy it. I don't enjoy but, it. But it's a discipline into itself. I mean, because right. I, I know a, a friend of mine who's like an amazingly talented bass player, and he's like one of the, uh, you know, go-to bass players in the jazz scene in Pittsburgh. His name is Dan Wasson. And, you know, he was talking about playing weddings. And it's like, oh, you're, you're playing clubs you know, like if you're playing rock music in clubs, you know, the night is supposed to end with everybody dancing and, ha- you know, experiencing this euphoria and ecstasy. You know, right. whereas with folk music and acoustic music, it's more like, oh, we're going to have a moment of wisdom and community. Right. So, right. so you're, you're, you're trying to achieve something. But my, my buddy was saying, man, you think you're getting wild in rock clubs? You should come to some of these weddings. Oh, yeah. Like, you want to see a real celebration. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> and, and, you know... And it's like, oh yeah, that, that's cool. People who never let loose right. get the license to let loose and experience that ecstasy, experience that euphoria, that joy of life, right. and celebrating the marriage of two people. You know, that's that's, that's, that's pretty fulfilling. I've never done it. Five gig, by the way, our band. That's that's what our band is about. People who never really let loose come out to see us, no matter where we. And we do play weddings, but we we play a lot of beach venues, family oriented venues where people. You know, they're family people. They don't go out to rock rock clubs and don't let loose, don't let their hair down a lot. And then they come see us, and all of a sudden, all the inhibitions go right out the window. Yeah. Uh, do appreciate you being here. I do lo- love the love this song and um, uh, and and your insights here. You've been a great guest, and it's, it's great to see. I don't know why. The, I'm, I'm wondering if we're going to get that same troll guy writing lots and lots of emails on the different accounts. But it's just strange that somebody like you and you did something similar when you were on the evening program and i was shocked that negative emails came did i play it. the same song did i play no no song? not okay. not that okay. not that okay. song uh, but it was it was something <laughs> mellow like that and yeah i and, feel so mellowed out i feel like wow i feel nice yeah, hey haters mellow. gonna hate oh well <laughs> you're gonna have haters i got oh. lots of them too but generally it doesn't 
and it had nothing to do with the music. It had nothing to do with the music. It was like somebody angry about, uh, I guess, a political statement you made. And I didn't even... Well, re- can I say one thing about sure. that, though? Uh, you know, I put out an acoustic album uh, last year called Songs from the Land of uh, Pitbulls and Poker Machines. And when I was reading the reviews, I mean, that's one of everybody wants to figure out what box I'm in. You right. Know, like, or, what? where are you coming from? Because they can't make up their own mind about what you have to say unless they can figure out where you're coming from. And, and for me, part right. of the art is I'm not going to let you put me in the box. Right. Yeah. I'm don't don't you dare put me in a box. If I if I could be fit into a box, I could be prepackaged and perhaps I would be more successful. But no, I'm you have to think for yourself and I'm not yeah. going to give you that comfort. I'm not preaching to anybody. You make up your own mind about things. All I'm doing is I'm holding up a big mirror and you look in the mirror and, you know, might you see some crumbs on your face or, you know, maybe you'll admire your own beauty, you know, but I'm, I'm just holding up a mirror. Wow. I dig it. I, I like love that. Yeah, me too. Wow. Well, it's it's been a pleasure having you back, and you're welcome back anytime. Um, yeah. And littlewretches.com is where people are going to find out what you're up to and where you're up to it and, and all that stuff. And live stream July 19th on American. What was it called? American. I think it's Americana Rhythms. I Americana think is Rhythm. The name. Okay. Wow. I'll find it. I'll put it in a little. I'm impressed. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I think this is a perfect time to say goodbye today because uh, Govs is coming up and, I, you know, I, I need to go make a fresh pot of coffee. Yeah, Govs is here now. We've got to say goodbye to Govs anyway, so we'll say goodbye to everybody today. Thanks for coming. Robert, uh, uh, be well and, again, you, you know, do something. You've got something you want to let people know about or just come back and perform another song. You're always welcome back. Thanks. Thank you. Bye for now. Robert. Andrew Wagner and you, I can play your music to let you go before. I liked him. You had me all. You had me all worried. He's a fighter. He's gonna. Well, that's what it says in his bio. And I'll have to dig out some of the insane emails that I got about him. And it was exactly what he said. Like, I couldn't figure out what they were pissed about. It was obviously pissed about something political that he said. But I couldn't tell if they were a lefty or a righty or they were angry at him, assuming he was a lefty or a righty. I, I like, like that. I like his I like his stance. Like, I'm not going to be put in a box. I like that a lot. That's Yeah. I got me peace too. and love vibes from him, and that song was mellowed me out. It was uh, really nice. I liked his energy. All right. Well, if I don't have a, a a gig tonight, I will finish up the song that I'm working on for you to sing. And uh, see, the problem is, I have to sing it a demo of it, and I don't want you to because every time I do that with Mikey, he ends up doing an imitation of me. It's like, no, I, I I'm not the singer. I'm just putting down a rough right. melody. Just do something better than I'm, I'm giving you. That's all. I'm excited. All right. Well, I, if I don't have a gig tonight, I'll have that for you tonight. I'll work on it in my car. I was actually um, rehearsing some songs we might sing on Saturday uh, in my car in the rain the other day. And every time someone walked by, I would have to stop. Because Why? I look, yeah, I, I get nervous. I don't want people to Because you look to weird me. singing in your car by yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah don't, you know. And then some guy parked behind me and was just sitting there on his phone, and I had to wait till he left. And I need some like some rehearsal space somewhere. I don't know. All right, I can't figure it out. 
You know what? I'm going to end today. I'm not even going to play your music. I'm going to end it by playing William Conway's song one more time for, for people. Oh, that was, that was a beautiful song. This is the third song. time I'm going to play this song today. But Oh, man, the third time. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, it deserves it. Yeah. Well, you know what? It, yeah, he does deserve it. And it's uh, I, I'm tired of getting copyright strikes for playing Turn On Your Radio. So if I play this, uh, it won't be quite so bad. So uh, thanks for coming, everybody. And uh, have a great day. And we'll see you Monday with John Pavaramo. Thanks for coming. Bye for now. Bye-bye. <laughs> Oh,